What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know before this week's episode that The Mac Rumor Show will actually be migrating to an entirely different YouTube channel in the near future. And so I don't wanna leave anyone behind. And so if you could go over to youtube.com slash at The Mac Rumor Show, the link will be in the description down below as well. And subscribe to the channel so again, we don't leave anyone behind and you don't miss out on every episode and clips and shorts and anything that's related to the podcast will eventually all be posted on that channel. For right now, we'll post here and we'll post over there, but eventually, like I said, it's all going to be moving to that other YouTube channel and it would mean a lot if you could subscribe. And yeah, thank you so much for watching and we hope to see you over on that YouTube channel. And enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Mac Rumor Show. I am Dan, I have Hartley here as usual. And uh, just when I thought we were starting to enter the, the the time of, like, we have no topics to talk about, Apple just bails us out. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So uh, for those of you who are unaware, yesterday, or at least when we recorded this, this so Tuesday, the 24th, Apple um, announced a event for Monday, October 30th which is uh, very quick. So there's obviously no in-person component to it um, because they're doing this just kind of like what they did with the pandemic times where you know they did a pre-recording and nobody was invited to anything and it was just done at the certain time and that's it. Um, so you know, same thing and there's just not going to be any members of the press or media or anything there. So um, Hartley, what were your thoughts when you initially saw this? I will say... Uh, I want to know your take on the 8 p.m. start time <laughs> because that's what one in the morning for you, two in the morning. Uh, it would have been one in the morning, but the clocks uh, go oh, right, back right, 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 for right. you guys before us, so therefore it will be a midnight for me. Oh, still. <laughs> so yeah, that's not. It's not great, but it's just in yeah. it's, it's interesting that Apple is going for something clearly different with this event. This is not a run of the mill event and does that mean that it's going to be a shorter event that's do they have less to unveil or is this a, a full-blown event um and so, i also think it's kind of strange that we didn't hear really very much about this before it, it happened so it does indicate that maybe this has all been a little bit more uh unpredictable than uh than we were anticipating so there were like definitely hints here and there from sources and people saying like, oh, there's going to be things coming out. There's probably not going to be an event. There's going to be an event. So like I think it just kind of all happened kind of fast for us at least. I'm sure Apple's had this planned for a very long time. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where I, I don't know what it's going to be in terms of the event. Like you would think, okay, 8 p.m. start time. It can't. I mean, I guess it could be two hours. Apple is a you know West Coast company here in the U.S., so it's technically only 5 p.m. for them. Just weird, though. Just an all-around weird time. Usually, Apple does it 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's like just after lunch for me. We're sitting down. You know, goes usually until like two or three o'clock, depending on the event. 
Uh, and then we get right to work for the last part of the day to you know get some videos and for your case it's articles out. Now it's like, okay, do I work that day or do I just come in later and then work when the event starts? And then it's just like, what do I do for that day? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know how to handle this. I've been doing this now for Mac Rumors for almost well, it'll be six years come uh, November. So. I've never had an event like this. It's always been 1 p.m. Maybe there was that one time in March they had like a 10 a.m. event, my time, mm. right? I believe for like yeah. the – it was like the school-based iPads, right? Yeah. I, I remember something like that. Yeah. Um, it was a very strange – so like, I don't know, 8 p.m. is just weird. And then you said, is it going to be shorter? Some people are thinking that, but, you know, and I think Gar- – Garmin. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I think Kerman <laughs> – He's not the navigation company, uh, but he is Mark Gurman. I believe he said on Twitter um, that he doesn't think that the reason why there were any invites sent out was because there's probably not anything to go hands-on with in terms of, like, if it's going to be Max and they look the same, what are we exactly going to show, uh, you know? I don't know. I, I I could see it. Like, when they did the, the, the MacBook Air and the Mac Pro and the Mac Studio – they had those out and you know granted the apple vision pro was also there uh but like they had those out and they didn't look like i didn't get to do anything with them you know they just kind of looked the same i got some footage so like apple could do it but i don't know what are your thoughts on all of this i think it just it's clearly something a little bit different to what we're what we're used to and that has to be for a reason and i am guessing that it is because it is something a little bit more low-key when we actually had Mark on the podcast the last time, and he was talking about what to expect from October, um, he was saying that he didn't know if they had enough ready um, or anything that was interesting enough to actually get people down to Cupertino for. That's how he worded it to us. And really, that seems to hold that maybe it is just not that interesting. Maybe, you know, a following week of reviews um, coming out from YouTubers and the press is actually enough and that that hands-on element and even inviting people wouldn't seem justifiable for what may just be a, a handful of fairly iterative updates. I mean, it M3, as I'm sure we'll talk about, is significant. Um, but if there's virtually no other changes to these machines to get people down there just for M3, maybe yeah. not. And maybe Apple's kind of just leaning into that and, and the sort of like Halloween theming um, and thinking, you know what, let's so, do it in an evening. Let's let's do something a little bit different. Do you, do you think they're going to dress up during... Do you think... I mean, like, we could... I, if anyone was to dress up, definitely Craig. But I, I don't know what Craig would have if he was in this, you know, if he would have anything to do with it. I mean, I guess he does do stuff with Max too. So he does kind of everything. Um, you know, he he... He could definitely dress up. I could see some quirkiness to that. They did the whole scary fast. And then um, for those of you wondering why we're assuming it's a Mac-based event, um, well, not only are there countless rumors about new Macs, and that's really the only thing that we kind of need to be refreshed this year are, are Macs and iPads, um, but also the the invite. You know, it says scary fast. If we want to do our speculation, this is where our good friend Sam uh, Mr. iUpdate himself would, uh, you know, he'd have some ground to stand on where the event invites mean something. Um, so usually we kind of do this whole thing where we, you know, we look at it and we make some half-based 
uh, assessment on what it could be. But uh, this one's a pretty fairly or this one's a fairly plain invite. It's a black logo or a black background. Apple logo, a little bit of illumination, kind of looks like the back of a MacBook Pro when it lights up. But um, wait, do they do that anymore? No, no, they don't. Do, yeah, <laughs> so maybe, maybe we're getting that back. That'd be cool. Uh, I just realized as I said that I'm like, I don't think mine lights <laughs> up, but it it should. Okay, let's all let's just all agree that that needs to be brought back. But anyways, uh, but if you go to the Apple Events website, that invite goes from the Apple logo. To a, some would say it's a spooky looking Mac Finder icon. I just think it looks like a Finder icon. Yeah, maybe a little slightly different, but I guess if you want to play into the whole Halloween thing, ooh, we got Macs coming, spooky, and it's scary fast. One would assume no one's promoting the M2 like. Well, I guess they could promote the M2 like that, um, but we're all just kind of safely assuming it's M3. And really, the only biggest differences that people would care about is just faster speed. Um, and performance, but is that enough to invite a bunch of people down? Especially, I, I'm guessing Apple would have done it not less than one week before the actual event. Yeah, if they were to invite people, but uh, you know, maybe they just thought, eh, let's let people stay home. I would have, if I was to be invited, not assuming that I would be, I would have loved to have gone just because it's always fun. But it would have been one of those like, I'm here, but I don't know that I have anything interesting to show you without like getting my hands truly deep into like testing gaming um you know performance editing doing all of the tests that you would want to do and then comparing it to some of the other machines but this episode of the mac rumor show is sponsored by masterclass i'll admit it i'm not the best person when it comes to my personal finances there's definitely a lot of room for improvement when it comes to cutting costs saving more money, but most importantly, taking my saved money and making smarter investments. There's a Mastering the Markets class on Masterclass that really gave me some great insight that I'm trying to implement into my personal life. This fall, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. From leadership to effective communication to cooking, or in my case, making smarter financial decisions. And you can do that in a way that's convenient for you. Memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180-plus Masterclass instructors. I use Masterclass and love the wealth of info at my fingertips, and with new classes added every month, you never know which skill you want to improve on. You can boost your confidence and find practical takeaways that you can apply to your life and at work. And if you own a business or are a team leader, use Masterclass to empower and create future-ready employees and leaders. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash Mac. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash Mac. That's masterclass.com slash Mac. What can we expect to see, though, be updated? Because there's some interesting things that I, uh, I'm i kind of confused on. So I would love to hear okay. your thoughts. So there's quite a few things in the running uh, in the Mac lineup. So the first thing is the iMac, which has not been updated since uh, April 2021. And that is the only Mac that has stayed on the M1 chip. It has never got M2. And people like Mark Gurman have been saying for a long time now, well over a year at this point, that it would skip M2 and go straight to M3. Um, So it seems like the iMac is in the running at this point. There's some other little updates that it could get. For example... Uh, new color options. Um, Apparently it will have a slightly different uh, stand design internally. I don't know the reasoning for that. Um, And also obviously USB-C peripherals. 
um, that makes sense now that we're we're going down the the road of everything having USB-C. So <laughs> there is kind of enough there uh, to justify um, more than just the chip, I think. Is it sad that that's what I'm really excited about now? This is like I need I need to replace my magic keyboard, my magic mouse, trackpad, all with USB-C because I don't want to see another damn lightning cable in my life. Like I have one on my desk and I have a USB-C cable and I have to switch between charging my iPhone, charging other things, and then going to the lightning cable. I'm sick of it. I need I need to change these ASAP. It's the same for me, but... What is the thing that is holding me back is the AirPods Pro 2. Because I got them when they came out. But I now can't justify buying the AirPods Pro 2 2 with a USB-C port. So, Do you ever charge with the cable, though? No, but it just annoys me to know it's there. I I agree. agree. Yeah, you you get it. I agree. It's it's just one of those things. um, I'm just trying not to think about it. I'm trying to think about how much I just drop it onto the charger and that's it. And then when I travel, I always put it like that. But it's like, you know, when you really do need that, like, quick, you know, charge, it's kind of annoying that you are leaving your house and you might not be able to charge it until you get to some place where you can drop it on the stand. So I don't know. But hopefully I can make it another, you know, are we expecting it? This is off topic, but just for my own. Are we expecting AirPods Pro 3 in 2024, right? I don't think so. I think the uh, AirPods are usually on again. a three-year upgrade cycle, usually, although apparently not mm. for the AirPods Max. So we're talking three to four years. Um, <laughs> AirPods Max, come on. Yeah. There's, well, the, there's just you know, this year, the AirPods Max, three years old. Three years old and still with Lightning. And it's not going to get updated. It still sounds good. I just don't know. I mean, there's plenty of things they can do to it, but they're going to need to bring that price down. They're, they're just going to need to bring that price down. I think the AirPods Max probably are among my sort of most controversial Apple takes in that I just don't like them. Oh, I think see, they are I, bad. The sound quality is good, but I think that they are a bad product. I think, yeah, I guess I agree. I don't know. I like them. I just don't use them unless I travel. So that's kind of my whole thing because it's so much easier to just pop in AirPods like we, regular we can AirPods. add this to the to the list of things that Dan only uh, uses when he travels. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've been traveling so damn much over the last like four months that it's it's a lot more than you think. Although lately, I'll take the AirPods Max with me, but oftentimes I just keep the Pros in. <laughs> it's, it's they're so, so heavy; bad, they man. don't fold. Well, it's just they're like not convenient travel headphones. It depends. <laughs> it's like I'm so thankful for this job because I could never justify this lifestyle that I live, where I have these review units to to be able to do this, but like. There's no way if I didn't do this that I would buy AirPods Max and AirPods Pro and take them with me at the same time and use them for very specific things. Like you would say, oh, you probably use the AirPods Max on the plane when you're watching something. Not all the time. It really depends. Do I want to lean my head up against the window? Uh, Then I can't use the AirPods Max. Am I editing video? I like to edit video with over-ears. I don't know why. This is Um, why people say that the... This you is know, why people hate YouTubers me, and the tech community are so out of touch with with the I, real world. I try really hard to get in touch as quickly and as frequently as I can, but I will also definitely admit, do not listen to me or do what I do at all. <laughs> Just in terms of like like why do you need all these products? Don't let me try to justify anything to you. 
and 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 say that you need these. I just happen to have them, and so I try my best to use them because I feel bad if they're just sitting around. So, um, and people, I can't wait for the floodgates of like, well, I'll take it. Wish I could. I wish I could. Anyways, um, speaking of things I'm never going to use, so if we get a new <laughs> iMac, <laughs> yes, let's add that to the product list because. And it's just I'm spoiled because I have a Pro Display XDR, but an iMac. If there was a Pro version of an iMac, that would be my computer because I would I want I use a one monitor setup. It's got best display in my opinion for any kind of all in one. Um, I, it's, if it's got the performance somewhere near of a Mac Studio, it's like the perfect machine. But unfortunately, we're just looking at a 24 inch uh, refresh. So, and what bumps me most about that? Point. It's overdue. So sure. we, we have to yeah. take what we can get. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, you know, I say that MacBook Air is a uh, is a good MacBook to have if you up up the RAM and kind of max it out a little bit in terms of performance. Um, you could definitely get by with doing almost everything you need to do, uh, depending on your workflow. But if you're just like a light video editor, um, you know, graphic designer, you're not like 3D rendering or doing anything crazy. You could totally get away with it, and I do it all the time. I take a MacBook Air. I've got one next to me right here. Um, it's just it's convenient. Uh, we the iMac is the same thing. If you beef up those internals, you know, as now it's getting M3. I don't see why you you couldn't do that. It's like with people using a Mac Mini, um, you know, it's the same thing. You just get a display with it. The only thing I'm disappointed about is so they're saying there's a new stand, but it's just like internal parts of the stand. I, as far as I remember, the way that Mark described it, and this was months ago, was uh, they've changed the manufacturing process, and maybe it's something to do with the mm. mounting of it, but I don't think it, it really affects anything. That It's not like going to be like a, a completely redesigned yeah. stand externally so, that has a different you know adjustment mechanism or something. So the, the real bummer, then, is that there's not going to be any visual change, and, and why I'm sad about that is not really... I like the design of it. I just hate the colors. I... I almost said, well, I mean, we can swear, but like I, we try not to. But I almost just dropped an f bomb saying, "I freaking hate these colors, man. I really hate them." The best looking color is silver. <laughs> it's the best one, and then, and then I would say yellow and blue, and then the rest are all just and in the green are kind of like up there. They can kind of go like two A, B, and C for me, and then uh, the other ones are just bad. Purple is bad. Orange is bad. I love orange. It's bad. It's the pastel. Mm, I don't. I know, know. we've talked about this. I, I, I quite. I, I think I liked them when they came out, but I think I'm sort of over it now. And I will be interested to see what they do with these colors because the way that again not- to come back to what Mark has described about them is that they will be similar, but it, the use of the word similar suggests not the same. Um, well, so- isn't it like that? Can't they not really replicate that all the time? Isn't that like something with the color? Or is that just for phones and the glass for that? Because it's glass. Uh, it, it, may, it may be just for that. Um, because these are... they're never usually the same hue. They're always a little bit different. Mm. So like, I wonder if it's like when they switch the manufacturing process, if they can replicate the colors that they had. Um, I don't know, man. Can we get rid of those uh, pastel, the, the two-tone? Maybe, or if you're going to make it... Maybe they will. Maybe they will, and that would be the visual difference that we're we're getting here. I would be very happy for that. I just I don't mind the well. Okay, so someone else tweeted like, you know, remember the rumor about the USB C braided color matching cables, and they matched the colors from what we got right with the 
with the iPhone 15. And now we're like, oh, it's for the accessories for the um, for the new Macs, basically the new iMac. Those colors are different, aren't they? I mean, the iMac is available in a lot of colors. So it could theoretically kind of go with a lot of them anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what was going on with those braided cables at this point. Um, but I trust what Mark says. If he says that they are going to be similar and that Apple was testing them in, I think he listed similar. like four colors that are the same in terms of how we would describe them. But of course, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be the same shade. So there's going to be, uh, they are not going to be the exact same finishes is would be my prediction. I think that they are going to, it's not going to be like the same blue and the same pink. They will be different shades so that you can distinguish it. Um, and Apple and Apple of all companies understands how just giving something a new color um, makes it feel new, even if it isn't. And so they've got to change these colors. I'm pretty confident they will at least give new shades. Okay, well, then I'll reserve my judgment because I, I just don't, Current it's and it's it's like I said it's I keep saying it it's the front it's the pastel glass colored that they put there making it kind of like a two tone shade of whatever you pick because I don't mind the back colors uh the purple one looks fine the green one looks fine the blue one is what I currently have it's fine but like the best option is silver because it's like a nice cool silver on the back and then a little gray on the front it looks cool it's not weird like when i got the orange and it's not like a masculinity thing that it's pink i just don't like the color pink and i personally don't think pink and orange go well together and i definitely don't think like an easter pink looks good with it so in my opinion it's like a bad color on the front and then a good color on the back and you ruined it because you can't even see if you're looking at it which i am i'm the one using it i can't even see the color i like on the front so it was just like i got rid of it switched it out i don't know I think there is an argument as to why they did that, though. Um, and I think it's because the bright colors on the back are too distracting. And so they put a softer one on the front that what, that what you see is more gentle to look at for long periods of time. And then if you're, you know, say your desk is in the middle of the room um, or you're, I don't know, it's being used in schools or in offices or whatever, where you do see the back of that machine, then you see the fun colors. I think that was their reasoning yeah. for it. But I personally quite like the the two tone colors. I just don't like the colors that they've come out with. I think that it's odd to call like the pink iMac pink when it's very clearly red to my eye. Um, it's that sort of thing that bothers me a little bit more. You know what I would personally love, uh, and they would never do this because I just feel like it doesn't make sense from a manufacturing standpoint. But if they had two different versions of the front, so you could do like a black bezel glass. And it goes all the way. So it's all the way down, and it's the chin. The chin is all like this glossy glass. And then you can do different, like, Apple color logos for on the front, on the chin there. Because isn't there is the – I'm trying to remember this correctly. There is a logo, right, on the chin or no? No. Well, then put it there <laughs> to make this work. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that would be cool. Put a little Apple logo on the front with the color that matches the back. Probably would look better with white. So that was going to say take the white all the way down or just take the white all the way down. I just think that's the best way to do it. I don't, I don't think we need two-tone there, but it's just me personally. I'm sure a lot of people will agree with you and disagree with me. Maybe it'll be the other way around. Who knows? Let us know in the comments. Um, hit me up on Twitter. I There's no shortage of people telling me that I'm wrong on Twitter. <laughs> so it's 
totally fine. Uh, just be nice about it. Um, okay, so there's that. <clears throat> and then there was rumors about, excuse me, the uh, M3 MacBook Pro being the 13-inch MacBook Pro, which yes. I have nothing to say about that. If Apple wants to continue to keep it into the lineup, fine, I guess. I, pointless in my opinion. The, yeah. the more interesting thing, unless you have something to say about no, that. No, not really. Okay. No. <laughs> the more interesting thing is that there's rumors about a 14 and 16 inch macbook pro being updated to m3 which what would be interesting is that well we just got that in 2023 in january so like a little strange for it's not unheard of and it's not inconceivable that this would happen it's just kind of a kick to the stomach to those who bought it and was at least thinking well i get a year maybe two of Shout like out joe wilson yolda <laughs> sorry joe uh you know it, he's fine he's not like us he's a normal person in which he doesn't need the latest and greatest all the time what was he using before it was something very old right yeah like an intel machine yeah i mean his he was it was time for him to not roast his legs anymore if he was putting that thing on his lap um but yeah i mean for poor poor joe who thought maybe he'd at least have one year of dominance where he has the highest macbook doesn't even barely makes it 10 months and like that's a little disappointing um i think there's a reason for that i think there is a reason because it was supposed to come out in october yes and if you recall (laughs) this time last year we were there was so much speculation about where is this mac event where we're getting m2 pro and m2 max and we were saying well every year since like 2003 there's been an october uh event and then last year was the first year it didn't happen and a bunch of these Macs have had delays. Like, look at what happened with the MacBook Air. At WWDC last year, we got the M2 13-inch MacBook Air. And then a whole year later, we got, we got the same machine again, but in 15 inches. But it's the exact same machine one year later. That was never the plan. That machine was always intended to come out at the same time or with a small delay. And the same goes for the uh, M2 MacBook Pros that we currently have. So if you look at it over Apple's original timeline, these Macs are effectively on schedule. It's just the other ones that came out late. Hey, guys, just want to take a quick minute to let you know that this episode is also sponsored by NordVPN. NordVPN is a VPN service or virtual private network that gives users a safe and private access to the Internet. By encrypting your connection, a VPN hides your IP and online activity from spying eyes and keeps your data safe from criminals. The biggest reason I like to use a VPN is to solve the problem of the man-in-the-middle attack. And this is a problem that allows for Wi-Fi networks, especially those free public networks, to be easily compromised by criminals that can intercept your data all without you even realizing that it's happening. So, for example, you're browsing the web at a local coffee shop and you sign on to Cafe Free Wi-Fi Network, thinking that that's the correct and safe network to choose. But it turns out it's just a fake one that criminals begin to set up in order to harvest your sensitive data. NordVPN will encrypt your online traffic at all times, keeping those naughty fingers out of your personal data. It's also incredibly easy to use. Users can connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. Choose from 58-plus servers in 60 different countries. VPNs are known to slow things down, but not NordVPN, too. You get amazing speed, and NordVPN is just one of the fastest out there. And for you streaming junkies, you can access your favorite content anywhere, even if you're traveling abroad. If you're unaware, there's actually different content on streaming platforms in different countries. Netflix in the U.S. might look totally different from Netflix in the U.K., 
There are tons of benefits to having a VPN, and NordVPN is my go-to VPN provider. So grab the NordVPN deal by heading over to www.nordvpn.com slash MacRumors and get extra subscription time. Try it risk-free now with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Thanks to NordVPN for sponsoring our show. Have we really had an October event every year since 2003, besides last year? I think so. I seem to remember writing something like that. I mean, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but I think I, I think I wrote that. Let's go with it. Uh, it was nice having an event in January because, like, after October and and like early November, at times products kind of sneak out in early November, um, like right before the holidays. After that, which I think this is universal for almost everything, after the holidays and you hit January. Um, and for me personally, after CES, everything in life kind of sucks until you get to the springtime. <laughs> like, that's just everything. There's no, like, TV shows that are good to watch. It's not really a ton of movies coming out. There's nothing to do outside if you live in somewhere cold. Like, it's just kind of a crappy time of the year. And, like, you know, people are kind of waiting for March, April. And uh, that's usually when, like, new things for Apple maybe start to make their way. Like, in years past, we got, like, iPad Pros coming out in March and stuff. So I'm perfectly fine with, like, going back to that because it kind of breaks up the year a little bit. But it was also nice to have something to talk about in January. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I don't necessarily care that Apple is updating it. It just, again, kind of sucks for those people who bought it. But um, And also, like, it's going to be the second year now in a row where we're not getting a design change to it either but it just got redesigned effectively i mean yeah but like you can add something something a little something like fresh what? to it what, what do you want if you're, if you're in control of like the the industrial design team at apple oh, you're gonna hate this and and you're 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 looking at the macbook pro and it's what can we change this year what are we changing you're gonna hate this you ready go on you're absolutely gonna hate it i think i think dynamic island should be moved to the mac into the ipad I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Some people okay. hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if it's ready yet. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a little ambitious right now. And I also feel like the 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 menu bar should go away and that would kind of take its Like you I could like leave something. Bar. I like the menu. Why? Bar. For what? Like or like I guess maybe just kind of I mean I know I can do this now but like auto hide it kind of thing. Like you don't yeah, you need can do that. it. If you, I know you can do that now, but like I kind of want it now because I have nothing else to look at when I need to see what's going on. But if I had a dynamic island, eh, you know, I don't know. And I, I, well, that's the thing. So like the reason why I would want dynamic island is because that's where I would want notifications to come from. But that's not oh, how dynamic. No. That's not how dynamic island works now. So that's not what would be like on the Mac. But it's it's the way it should. It's, it's not the way it should be. It yes, should it should not. be. I will, yes, it should. That is a hill I will die on that notifications should not be in Dynamic Island. It's not what yeah. it's for. It's not meant to just like look like anything at the top of the screen should not come out of Dynamic Island. But Otherwise, why don't you have like the time in Dynamic Island as well and have, have your battery information in Dynamic Island? Fine with me. Let's get crazy. Let's just put everything <laughs> in Dynamic Island. I don't, I don't let's not use the entire phone at all yeah. just put the screen in dynamic island that's fine yeah that's fine make it more useful no we're getting crazy here um i don't know they could just do something to it maybe not dynamic island but like i don't know man make it where, where's the oled macbooks that's what they should have done they should have saved it yeah and that's, made it the, the, that's a little further out 
Um, But I think that we are kind of midway through this design now. So I'm trying to remember, I think the MacBook got a unibody, the unibody design for the first time in 2008. Then that unibody design got slimmed down in 2012, was it? Um, And then 2016, we got the touch bar model. And then 2021, we got the the, uh, M1 models. So it's more or less around every four years this design is stuck around. Um, and so, yeah, it gets iterated on in that period a little. Here's the, here's the thing. I'm not doubting Mark Gurman. I, I've, I know better. But if I had to play devil's advocate and doubt Mark Gurman or just whoever's reporting in general that there's like, oh, the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros are also going to be, you know, the ones on the list. I have a hard time believing, like, Apple has never, if I, I think I'm correct on this, Apple has never announced M2 or the Max and Pro versions of the chips at the same time they announced the original one, correct? It's usually later. Yeah. So we got the M1, we got the M2, and in between those, we got the M2 Pro and M2 Max. But Apple Silicon is still in its infancy, so we don't have enough examples yet and as I say, all of their releases with Apple Silicon have been quite messy. And like, if we if we now start saying, well, Apple once released a MacBook Air and then a year later updated the one of the other size, that therefore that means from now on we can expect those to be updated separately. That's not a good conclusion to draw from that because we just don't have the the evidence yet. And what I would say is that they have done this. Even if we go into an Apple Silicon year, we say in 2020, if you bought a MacBook Air um in 2020 and you bought it in i think late may that device had been uh replaced in november the same year so it it they, they do do this stuff that wasn't that long ago that was 2020 and they did that for the macbook pro and the macbook air and i think they may have done it for the mac mini as well but at least those two so they do sometimes do that in the same year but they don't. Well, I mean, they update the machines, but I'm more talking about the chips being released at the same time, like, right. So they. But I guess I mean I guess they can do it. It's feasible. They're just going to say, "Here's the M3. It's in the iMac. It's in this weird 13-inch MacBook Pro." But we also have the M2 Pro and the M2 Max, and you can get those on the 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pros. Like I can I can write that script for them if that's what they want to do. Um, I just. I don't know. It's just not what they've done in the past. So if I had to play devil's advocate and say, like, I don't think that's going to happen, it's the multitude of reasons. It's that. It's the fact that, you know, it kind of sucks for those that bought that in the same year. And it's just not something that they do normally, but they have done it. Um, But then, you know, Mark could come back and be like, well, are they really going to do an event that's just for the iMac and for the MacBook? Those could easily be press releases. I think there's two reasons There's got to be something more to it. Well, maybe three reasons. We'll we'll see how many I can I can remember by the time I finish explaining this. Uh, the first reason is that M1 doesn't count because we only got it was the first Apple Silicon chip, so there wasn't really an opportunity to go here's M1, M1 Pro, and M1 Max all at the same time. It would have been too much. So really, all we have to go off is M2, but we know that that suffered a delay um mm-hmm. with the with the whole way that that was announced i mean m2 got announced at wwdc which was really unexpected and sort of weird timing and then the other chips were delayed by six months so that's one reason why we can't really use past examples the second reason 
is uh, because they are effectively the same chip. I mean, they're, they're scaled up. They've got the same cores. They've got, so in single core uh, benchmarks, they all get the same. All, the only difference is, is you, got, you get more performance cores um, and a, you know, a more powerful, uh, more GPU cores on the, the M1 Pro. And then M1 Max, uh, not, well, or M3 Pro, or whichever, whichever vers- version, the number version is the same as the Pro and the, uh, and the Max. It's just it's scaled up in terms of GPU cores um, on the, uh, the Max, and then it is scaled up in terms of GPU and CPU on the Pro. But they are the same chip, so they've got the same neural engine, they've got the same uh, clock speed, they're being manufactured in the same way. Um, so they are they are the same thing to announce together. And also, like fine, the the last thing I was going to say was that there is like so much evidence now because you've also got not only have you got Mark Gurman saying this, but you've got Ming Chi Kuo saying this, and even with the information that uh, we received at Mac Rumors about uh, Apple's trade in plans. That also points to uh, something in this area. So there's a lot of evidence coming from a lot of different places. I'm trying not to be ungrateful because it's like, from a personal standpoint, it's stuff to talk about. It's stuff for me to make videos on. So I appreciate it. I just feel like these are unnecessary. Like the 14 and 16 inch coming out now just seems a little unnecessary. Is there anything that we can spice it up a little bit? Like is... Do we need to get M3 out now because of Apple Vision Pro? Is there a possibility they pivot and say like, hey, we were it's the same chip, so we were able to stick it in, you know? Now you're this getting the latest one. and greatest. This is another yeah. one that people argue about so much on Twitter. I see it so often. People say if, you know, if we get M3 Max in October, there is no way that Vision Pro is going to ship next year and have M2. Um Good. And people really aggressively argue that. Um and people, I think, are, are being a little bit too brave in that argument because we asked Mark Gurman on this podcast um, if that would happen, and he said no. He said to us that through the whole development process of Vision Pro, going back years, it was designed around them too. They can't just like just plug and play these things. They have to. They have to go with what they are developed for. So. You know, it's you're not going to have another choice. You're not going to feel like it's outdated because it's a, a three and a half thousand dollar device. That's your only choice. Well, I mean, realistically, I would love to hook up somebody to a, a lie detector and have them try basic things on an M2 and then an M3 and tell me with confidence, also with a lie detector test next to them, that they see a noticeable difference in everyday tasks. Because you won't. It's just the the the, the fact of just the way the software and everything is integrated together. You're not going to notice those things. It's going to be in different, very specific scenarios in which performance might become an issue, whether it be CPU cores or GPU cores. But for normal stuff you're not going to notice differences and even for some of those intense tasks it might not be enough for you to be like wow that was so much faster or slower whatever the case may be than x machine that i use so i don't know i'm just trying to spice it up a little bit i'm not gonna be sad i'm excited for an event i'm weirded out that it's at 8 p.m <laughs> just uh you know I, I don't know what to expect like i feel like they're really throwing a wrench into this whole thing by putting it at night I think it's no, I it's know. exciting. I think that it will be it will be fun if it is if we do get a little bit more than we anticipated. And they don't need to do a whole lot to give us that. I honestly think if they give us 
the iMac in some some fun colors, even if they are just different shades. Um, if M3 is impressive, which it could be more impressive than uh, the uh, A17 Pro, because A17 Pro, I think, is only about 10% faster than its predecessor, which is is good, but it's not like when we were talking about this a year ago and thinking about how 3 nanometer would blow us away. Um, you know, 10% doesn't blow me away. Um, and if they come out with M3 and say it's 10% faster than M2, that is not going to knock my socks off. But M2 is based on the A15, whereas M3 should be based on the A17 Pro. So it skips over the A16 entirely, which should be a bigger jump. So if they give us, uh, you know, a slightly visually different iMac, they give us M3, they give us MacBook Pros um, that also should supposedly have some differences to their displays. So I think they may be getting brighter or uh, there, there may be some differences uh, in terms of those components that would actually be worth um, worth explaining on stage at least. Um, I'm sure they'll talk about gaming and stuff. We had a big emphasis gaming on gaming with the with the a17 pro for the iphone so i'm guessing there's going to be some correlation it looks like gaming will be a big part of this event um and i think that when you consider that apple made such a big deal of this desktop class gaming on the a17 pro if the m3 is based on the a17 pro and this is obviously way more powerful with way more gpu cores they are absolutely going to show that gaming potential and i think that yeah. was 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 it resident evil one of the desktop games that they they showed or console games i should say i believe that comes yes. out the day of the event so there are these sort of like they, they they said it was only for iphone but you can absolutely imagine them saying you know we announced that it was coming to iphone it's actually coming to iphone and you know max with m3 series processors and that i mean you can go even further down this rabbit hole and you can say is the reason it's late at night because in tokyo that's the next day and there's there's game launches on that day um and there's a lot of speculation around that as well and you think well would apple really do that for gaming but you know anything goes with this uh with this weird timing i could believe that especially given the gaming focus at the last event and the potential for um gaming to be such an important part of the m3 series with this hardware accelerated ray tracing i mean yeah those are compelling arguments for sure i i could see it i, I don't see what else they're going to show off you know um, unless we're getting new versions of like uh, Final Cut and Logic, and I'm just trying to dream of things here, that, like pro apps. I don't know. Like, I, what are you going to show this off on? I would love it if the other wild card we got was some of these iPads. Um, and I know that I was going to say that, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't right? think it's going to happen, but it would fit the character of the event. If then they're not significant enough to actually show people in person because they're the same designs, but you know. They they could they really could give us um, a new iPad Air with M2, and they really could give us a new iPad Mini. Would it be Would it be M2, or would they go to right right to M3 since this is an M3 event? If it is an M3, I event. don't think so because the the i the iPad Pro still has M uh, M2, so they wouldn't want to give the Air better than the Pro. True, but I mean it's not technically better. But didn't they do that with the MacBooks, where you know the MacBook Pro and uh, 14 and 16 had M1 Pro and M1 Max, but then there was like lower base machines that had M2. They don't all get updated at the same time. Uh, yeah, that's true, but they're still way less powerful. 
So that those are different lines of chips. Um, so an M an M1 Pro beats hands down a standard M2. Um, it will even beat a, a standard M3 in all likelihood. I'm also I'm also wondering if they'll ever shift the naming to uh, for iPads for the iPad Pros, the chips being like a Pro. Uh, so instead of coming with M3, it comes with M3 Pro. I don't know. It's one way to like further distinguish that stuff. They could do, but I think that people with their pitchforks complaining about you know the iPad Pro not being enough of a computer are going to just say we already don't use the performance of M2. What are we going to do with an M3 Pro? Well, I mean, it's not. I don't know. I feel like it's going to have the same feeling of like an A17 Pro. So maybe it'll get. I mean, they're not going to go back in chipsets. They're not going to go from M to A. But like, I feel like it's kind of like that, where the name implies it's Pro. But it's not much different than you know an M2 chip, let's just say, or an M. But the base the whole chip. issue with using the kind of I know, pro naming I, for I the know. A series because it means something different in the context of the the M lineup. I think that whole decision to do that with the pro name for the A17 was really strange, um, and there's definitely th- there's reasons behind that because the A17 Pro was is really what Apple wanted the A16 Bionic to be. Um, so it's all kind of got very confused and it means that they're having to kind of mitigate stuff with name changes so that by the time we get to next year, they can offer, um, a a standard A17, which is different to the A17 Pro. They're not giving the A17 Pro to the iPhone 16. They're giving a new A17 to the iPhone 16 and then something else to the, uh, the Pro models, which would be presumably an A18 or an A18 Pro, um, but it's just like the name. It's just a consequence of these delays, and the naming is getting really complicated. Yeah. Well, I mean, it should be an interesting event. I'm just the only thing I really want is for everybody to be dressed up. I want Tim to be, <laughs> I don't know, dressed up in something. Uh, you know, people make a big deal about the good morning. So what is he going to say now? I'm guessing good evening or hello. Uh, you know, or or maybe he's dressed up as a pirate and he's just going ah. Like I have no idea. Make it fun, guys. You you got an opportunity here I, to make I think it they fun. Will. I think they will. I make think it Halloween theme. They've they've got to. I think they 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 are leaning into it, and they must know that we weren't really expecting this event, um, and that is an opportunity to have some fun. Um, you know, they've caught us it's by surprise. It's probably going to be cringy. It's going to be yeah, cringy. Of course, but that's fine. Of course, it is. But <laughs> you know, I, I'm just happy that we've got something interesting to talk about you know i was i was looking you know when when we get to slow times of year at mac rumors and we're trying to generate some ideas for some interesting content to create for people and i was looking at our buyer's guide on our website which shows all of the days for you know how long it's been since stuff's been updated and i look at it quite often and i was thinking oh we're approaching a thousand days since the imac came out we would have hit that in december and i was thinking oh I'm, i'll write something a thousand days of the imac so I'm just really happy. It's a that, long time. You know, we're we're not writing yeah. those pessimistic stories. We've got something way more, way more interesting going on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited. To get my hands on it. It'll give me content to do. Um, so let me know in the comments what you want to see. Do you want to see gaming tests and comparisons between you know previous generations? Uh, I, can I think do that. previous generations would be really interesting for these because yeah. you know with M2, uh, M2 is based on five nanometer. So it's the same technology that's based on uh, that the M1 uses. Um, effectively, it's a different uh, a different node, but it's still five well, nanometer. 
but this especially the iMac yeah i mean the the the, that's m1 exactly so um i think it would be really interesting to compare the m1 to the m3 i think that is because also you know i'm an m1 user and i'm beginning to think um is it time you know is it time to, to to upgrade and i'm sure that you know, people who were excited for Apple Silicon when it first came out are starting to think about that. You know, not everyone keeps their Mac for two years. Maybe again, that's a little bit like tech YouTuber land. Maybe most people do keep it for longer than that. But, you know, definitely after after two years, two years plus, three years, you know, these Macs will still be on sale next summer. It is going to matter um, just how different they are and what kind of improvements we can expect. Depending on which model you have, though, with some of these Macs, especially the Apple Silicon ones, you could totally keep them for an insane amount of time. Oh, yeah. Um, granted, I'm using an M1. I have what, – what, what's the – it was an M1 Ultra, right? The studio? Yes. The first studio? Uh, we have that. Then we have the M2. I definitely don't need both. And uh, it's one of those things where I don't really notice a – I mean, I do it, – it's, for, again, very specific tasks – but if you were like, hey, we got to take the M2 Ultra away from you and you're just stuck with the M1 and also you're fired, but that's our parting gift, I'd be happy with it and I'd be fine and I could do whatever I need to do in the future with that. It's it's fine and I can make it last many years without having to worry about it. So um, that's the moral of my story. And if you're thinking about upgrading and you don't have an M2 version, uh, you'll probably be happy with what Apple has in store. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Let us know what you think about the event. Um and uh, when we are recording our next podcast, we'll be talking about what happened at the event. So be sure to subscribe and follow along. And we have some socials happening. Also, we're in the process. I'm not even going to sure. I'm not even sure I'm going to keep this in the podcast. But we're in the process of migrating uh, the podcast on the YouTube channel to its own YouTube channel. It's going to happen. Um, so. I will let you know where to subscribe. I think it's Mac. It's youtube.com slash the Mac rumor show, I believe is the link for it. Um, and again, if this does make its way into the end of the episode, I'll most likely have something at the beginning of the episode. So don't worry about it, but I'm just reminding you again. Um, and there's the Mac rumor show, Twitter or X account. Uh, there is one for Instagram. We're working on that, but we are trying to separate that from the YouTube channel just a little bit so that people aren't overwhelmed with content that they might not want to hear or look at. So just depending on what you're a fan of. Also, go uh, read Hartley's articles. Okay, we'll catch everybody in the next episode. 